What's good, y'all? It's your girl, Moni. Welcoming back to the Keeping It Real Sexy podcast. Hey, y'all. What's good out there? Um, Today is the 16th, so happy belated Valentine's Day to you guys, for those of you who celebrate and whatnot. Um, Yeah. So, how's it going? How are y'all doing out there? Um. Today's episode five, we're going to be talking about all the foolishness. So I know I said I wouldn't normally talk about celebrity stuff, but celebrity gossip this, you know, past few weeks has just, we're in Black History Month. Black History Month, the month of February, today's the 16th, and y'all have, like, y'all done fucked up Black History Month. I'm not going to lie. Um... I'm going to put a warning on this. Yes, this is a 21 and up podcast, so this is not child-friendly. It is going to be graphic. We are going to be talking about sex tapes. Um, I'm going to put spoiler alert. We're going to be talking about some of the euphoria, because I am a euphoria fan or whatever. We're going to be talking about, yeah, the sex tapes, Nelly, Fizz, um, Isaiah Rashad, Hitman, holla. Method Man, we want you to drop your sex tape if you got one and you ever get to hear my podcast. Now, yours are with my sin. So, if you got that in the pocket, go ahead and drop that. The ladies will love that. But, anywho, yeah. I mean, yeah. 16 days into February and y'all have. Y'all. Like, and I ain't gonna say y'all. Like, black men... Rich black men, wealthy black men, famous black men. Y'all really fucking it up out here right now. Um, But we're going to get into that. So, yeah. Happy val- belated Valentine's Day, you guys. Of course. Before Valentine's Day happened, the Super Bowl happened. Everybody was hyped and pumped up about the Super Bowl, the halftime show. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary, Kendrick. And surprisingly, 50, you know what? The best part of that halftime show was 50 Cent. And y'all, that, and y'all talk about 50 hanging upside down, talking about how fluffy he looked. But I actually seen the footage on TikTok where they were showing how he actually got up there. That man is still strong and built. Like, you know, I'm not going to lie. 50 could pal drive me. Like, that man is like, yeah, he, he looking a little thick hanging. I wonder if it was just because he was hanging upside down. You know how you'll get edema and swelling when you let your limbs hang for a little too long? Like if you're sitting up on a high bar stool or a high chair or something and your feet are kind of hanging down low, they might get a little, might be a little swelling. I wonder if that's what it was. But he was strong and well enough to pull his ass up on that bar to hang there. And, you know, I'm not mad at no man who's physically able to pull himself up there like that so you know what shout out to 50 you wasn't even one of the headliners and to me you were the best part of the super bowl you and kendrick you know oh fuck it we gonna just get into it because i'm gonna talk about this i'm gonna talk about how like y'all fucking up black history month and it's pissing me off so let's take the super bowl for instance this is supposed to be a momentous occasion like we got the hip-hop legends they're gonna take over the stage they mainstream and it was like okay eminem was there okay eminem was there all fine and dandy 
go Marshall, go Marshall Mathers. Like, I was a big-time Eminem fan when he first came out. And I was in high school, so don't get me wrong. I love Eminem. Eminem is a legend in the rap game. But it would have been much more meaningful, I think, if he had not been there. And the fact that you Negroes, y'all let this white boy take a knee. White boy took a knee. And I could, when he first did it, and I was watching it in real, like, as it was happening. At first, I thought he just thought that, you know, he ate that shit. Like, he ate that moment after he rapped or whatever. And he just needed to, you know, take a pause and a break because he just killed that shit. And I was like, okay, yeah, it's not that deep. But then after the performance and everything was over with, and I saw on social media, you guys were talking about the NFL didn't want him to, they told him not to take the knee, and he did it anyway. And y'all were like bigging him up. I was like, oh, okay, so that's what that was. Okay, that makes much more sense than him just being down there thinking he ate that shit because, yeah, okay, that shit was a classic, but you didn't eat that shit. Like, 50 ate that shit, 50 ate that shit. But anywho, but whatever. But y'all are, like, really bigging him up for taking the knee. And I'm just like, is this what we doing? Are we really going to let the biggest part of this halftime show be the white boy taking the knee? Like, white boy got privilege. He should have taken the knee. White boy should have been taking knees on time ago before he got to halftime show. But I digress. But, yeah, let's not be giving you know, folks, kudos for doing the absolute bare minimum. Like, watching that football game, like me, just even this year, it's probably like the first time I've really like sat down and watched NFL games because I hadn't been watching like that for the basketball. Like when they did what they did to Kaepernick, because that was, that, that was, it was fucked up what they did to Kaepernick. Like, even still to this day, they need to rectify that situation. I mean, I know he got paid, but... I mean, granted, if I were him, fuck the NFL. I wouldn't want to go back and be in the NFL either. But anywho, yeah. So, yeah, no. that We not big enough this white boy for Black History Month for taking the goddamn knee. Like, fuck that shit. So, okay. So Snoop Dogg, even, you know, with Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg being one of the headliners and, you know, Snoop Dogg had a, um, a case brought against him. Uh, This lady was saying that he sexually assaulted her at a party. Like this came out right before the Super Bowl happened. Like I want to say like a day or two, maybe before Super Bowl And she said that she was at a party. She had already been sexually assaulted by somebody else at the party that was with him. And she went into a bathroom. And while she was in the bathroom defecating, while she was in the bathroom taking a shit, you know, I'm going to be honest with you guys, because we're over here on this and we're going to just be honest. She was in the bathroom taking a shit. He came in there and put his dick in her mouth and was trying to make her give him a blowjob. And it was just like, whoa. Okay, there's so many elements to this story. Now, I know in this day and age, Me Too, we're supposed to just listen to the victim and not question the accusation. I'm not questioning her accusation. I'm 
questioning her actions after she said she was sexually assaulted. If you've been sexually assaulted by one person in his crew, why would you stay at this party? And this is one thing I gotta say. I know everybody else, you know, people have their reactions when it comes to sexual assault. Like, you will never know what you're going to do in that moment. But just being a woman and being put in uncomfortable situations with men at times, like Trey Song, I'm going to bring up the Trey Song story too. Like, he's also had another lawsuit brought up against him. Well, I want to say yesterday it came out saying that it's a woman suing him, saying that she said that she's had sex with him previously before. But in this one instance, he anally raped her. And she told him no. He asked her before the incident occurred and she told him no, but they were going up to the room to go hook up anyway. He asked her if he could do that. She said no. She said once they got in the room, he turned into a completely different person, pinned her down and anally raped her, like ripped her clothes off and like anally raped her. And when she said it was painful, she was asking him to stop. He wouldn't stop. She said she tried to fight him off. He wouldn't get up. So she's suing him. And my whole thing with the whole sexual assault and then suing, like, do we bypass the part of calling the police now? Because what happened to being sexually assaulted and calling the police? Now, I know some people will have, a, you know, someone might react in a manner that they're scared or they're intimidated and they might not go to the police immediately. But if you're scared and intimidated, You're not going to not go to the police, but then turn around and file a lawsuit. Like, to me, that don't add up. If I'm being sexually assaulted and I got sexually assaulted by a celebrity, I'm going to go to the police because your ass needs to go to jail and I'm going to cooperate. And that's what a lot of people don't get. Like, when it comes to sexual assault and things of that nature, like sexual assault, those type of crimes, especially sexual crimes and sexual assault when it's regarding kids like you need to cooperate with the authorities you need to do what the authorities are telling you to do you trying to keep that shit a secret or being like oh you're intimidated intimidation is one thing but you trying to keep that shit in the back pocket because you're hollering about oh they a celebrity and you don't know what can happen like fuck that being a celebrity fuck they celebrity fuck their career even if it's not a celebrity and somebody would like if it's your great whoever uncle cousin auntie grandma grandpa mom dad like fuck fuck whoever it is if a motherfucker is sexually assaulting you that shit is wrong regardless of what capacity that they're in and your ass needs to go to the police and you need to tell somebody and you need to get justice served to you you don't need to sit wait and hold on to it you need to go get justice served we don't need you to file. Yeah, you can file a lawsuit. File a lawsuit after the criminal shit happens and get paid by all means. But yes, I'm going to definitely need you to go to the police because it speaks to this deviant behavior of men right now. Like we really reward bad, deviant, just obsessive, aggressive behavior. And black men during Black History Month, you motherfuckers have been so disappointing. Like, the Snoop Dogg thing with the Trey Song. Like, we don't know whether or not if it's true. The lawsuit just got filed. We don't know. But if it is true, like, this is disheartening. Like, what brings you to the point in your life where you're sexually assaulting somebody who's taking a shit? 
What brings you to the point in your life where you ask a girl if you can have sex with her anally and she tells you no, you're going to take that shit anyway. Like, women are not your possession. Anybody with a hole that you think that you should want to penetrate is not your possession. Same goes for women. Just because, like, you love that man, that man is not your possession. I'm going to tell that to anybody. People are not your possession, okay? People are in your life and they are supposed meant to be in your life for whatever purpose that they're supposed to serve in your life. But you don't own nobody. Like, to me, that's crazy. And when I think of people being sexually assaulted, that's what I think. Like, that's a predatory behavior. You're taking something that does not belong to you. You're taking something that somebody told you that you could not have for the simple fact that they told you that you couldn't have it. Like, we not two. We grown-ass people. If you can't understand the concept of somebody saying no to you, like, something's fucking wrong with you. Which brings me to... Let's talk about crazy-ass Kanye. Fucking Kanye. Kanye is the type of baby daddy that you just don't breathe life into. Because the more you respond to him and the more you give him life and let him know that he's affecting you, the more he's going to continue to go on. So, you know, I'm pretty sure everybody knows what the fuck is going on with Kim and Kanye right now. Like, and my whole thing with Kim and Kanye, like, do we not remember when Kanye was running for president with his fucking MAGA hat on? Do we not remember Kanye publicly going in front of crowds and people saying that he wanted to abort his first kid and he wanted to divorce this bitch? He tweeted that all over Twitter that he's been wanting a divorce since this bitch met with Meek, met with Meek Mill on prison reform. He's been wanting to divorce her. How many years ago was that? Okay, so let's bring it to present. You got your wish. Now that you've gotten your wish and you're divorcing, she's moving on with her life. You've clearly fucked other bitches. Yeah, we don't know what they've done privately, but we've seen what they've done publicly. So, you've been fucking other bitches. She's been with Pete, as far as we know. And you're upset. Like, you was just in this other bitch's face, Julia. You was just in her face, dressing her. And that bitch right there, let's talk about Julia right quick. So, ladies, don't be a Julia. Do you, how low of a self-esteem do you have to have for you to sit up here, parade yourself around with this man? Now, if Julia was a player, like Julia would have got her money and her publicity and ducked out. Julia wouldn't have been in on in blogs and TVs and on magazines and interviews hollering about her and Kanye together. It would always mean, oh no, that's just my friend. Like that's how you. That's how I feel. That's where I come from. Like, I ain't never going to be out here. Like, and all the stuff that I had to go through, I promise you, in my 38, going into 40 and beyond, I'm not about to be out here claiming nobody. And I don't have no definitive answers. The only way that I'm about to claim somebody is if we got some legal binding 
ties and connections and I'm just going to be out in public, like people are going to have to look in on the Travis County clerk site to find my marriage certificates in order to know who my life partner is or who I'm going to be with, who my husband or whoever I'm going to be with. Like, that's how people are going to find out. But you literally sat here and paraded yourself, let him parade you around to get a reaction out of Kim. And Kim didn't react the way that he wanted her to. Then to add insult to injury, he goes out with a Kim lookalike, like less than 24 hours after being out on a date with you. And this is all public. This is all public. You guys can go on Instagram, Facebook. Um, Twitter, wherever, and see, you know, all this nonsense going on. So you go out with a lookalike. Like, I mean, this lady completely looked like him, silhouette and everything. She had on shades. But yeah, when she took all that stuff off, you saw that, okay, this is not Kim. But you do all of this only to come back to Kim to ask for legal advice and to be on like it's gonna be most embarrassing for the kids like I feel so bad for North like I think we all know that North knows like I didn't realize this this little girl was eight but this girl knows she's got to know that her parents are beefing and her dad is a complete ass just from the fact that he didn't embarrass this girl he didn't already told the world that they wanted to abort you now you putting on her on blast about having a TikTok account and it's like that girl gonna do what she wanted to do because clearly she was back on social media the day of the Super Bowl because people had clips that she had posted from the Super Bowl. So it is what it is. But anywho, it's like you can't accept what you dish out. So now you alone and you want to send Kim Roses for Valentine's Day and you want to beat up like for Pete Davidson to be Kanye West's villain in his life. Like, let's think about this. Like, let this sink in. Kanye West, yay. Like, Donda, Pablo, freaking, like, this is Kanye West. Y'all, college dropout. Y'all revere Kanye, especially in the black community, black men. This black man... With all this money, all this fame, all this power, rags to riches story, he is letting Pete fucking Davidson. Pete Davidson. If you don't know who Pete Davidson is and what Pete Davidson looks like, look him up right now. Go ahead and Google him. He is letting Pete Davidson be the villain in his life. Kanye is literally letting Pete Davidson drive him off the cliff. Because with all of the antics Kanye is doing, and people think it's funny, harassing him, posting their text, me- their private text messages. Like, you're so concerned about your safety when it comes to North being on TikTok, but you don't mind posting your private messages with your children's mother to the world, and then you put a hit, like, damn near hit. You want people to go beat up Pete Davidson. Like, you don't have insane fans who will actually go do this, who haven't actually tried to beat this man up for what has been rumored that they tried to do it in New York already. And it's like, this is like black men during Black History Month. Stand up! Stand up! 
I don't know if y'all seen that TikTok, but I'm serious. Like, stand up. Y'all sitting up here like Kanye looks absolutely fucking ridiculous. And y'all think it's funny. It is not about this man fighting for his family. That man don't give a shit about fighting for his family. That man gives a shit about fighting over control. He wants to control that woman. That woman ain't nothing but a mere trophy to him an obsession an object a thing he don't give a fuck about him like where's kanye's black family during black history month where the hell is kanye's black family at huh you're doing all this and it's well documented now from someone who used to work in like the legal field dealing with criminal court and stuff like family law and shit like that and domestic violence and cut like shit like that you are setting yourself up for failure all of this stuff is well documented well documented like it kind of brought me ptsd thinking about dealing what i dealt with with my baby daddy the my second kid's dad like and you know why how i figured out how to deal with that situation i don't deal with him I don't deal with him for what? To upset myself? Ain't nobody going to sit up here and put that much time and energy for, into somebody that you don't want. And speaking of obsessed baby daddies, let's talk about Nick Cannon. Now, I don't even know the hell the name of this damn song, but he used one of Mariah's Carey, one of Mariah Carey's beats to make this song. And in the song, he starts talking about wanting second chances and making mistakes and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Now, keep in mind, this motherfucker got eight baby mamas. Not one, not two. No, not eight baby mamas. He got six. Six baby mamas. Six baby mamas. Six baby mamas and eight kids. Eight, wait, let, let me, I'm, I need to go back to just make sure. No, yeah, eight baby mamas. I wasn't mistaken. Nick Cannon, I was actually trying to give you a reprieve, homie, and be like, you got six. I was taking two off, but no, motherfucker, you got eight. Nick Cannon has eight baby mamas. One of the baby mothers, including the, the, the famous, the legendary mariah carey now if anybody knows me knows i am a lamb i love mariah i've loved mariah since i was a little girl so i've always felt like her relationship with nick cannon was about of uh, mental health issues and she was finding herself but she got what she wanted out of the relationship she got her babies she got her marriage like she was happy, and when it was time to move on, it was time to move on. And I commend Mariah Carey for that. You don't stay nowhere where it's toxic. And if you're going to waste my time and my energy like she did with the guy that she was engaged to, she sued him, and she wanted her, her money back for taking time out from touring and stuff to be his fucking fiancé. <laughs> I know that's right, Mariah. If you're going to waste my time, you're going to pay me. You're going to pay me for my time because I am Mariah. But he makes a song using one of her beats talking about wanting her back. 
Mariah, of course, has been dating her backup dancer, one of her dancers from her tour that she's been with for, like, years. And that woman really don't post this man on her social media. But I guess as a response to Nick doing this song and the blogs catching on to it and making it an issue, she posted a picture of her with her boo thing saying that Valentine's Day was continuing. And you know what? Kudos to you, Mariah. Because if I'm Mariah, there is nothing that Nick Cannon can do for me. Eight baby mamas. Eight baby mamas. Nick Cannon might got money, but Nick Cannon don't have eight baby mama money. If all eight of them baby mamas decide to file child support on him and him making as much money as he does and them being accustomed to a certain lifestyle for their kids, Nick Cannon don't have eight baby mama money, okay? And if he does, it's going to dwindle down and whatever he makes is going to go right back out to them kids. So... Like, Nick Cannon, get the hell out of here. Leave our good sis Mariah Carey alone with her good white light skin man that she got. And she's happy. She ain't got no more babies. What Mariah Carey look like taking you back with all of these extraneous children running around? Like, you got a litter of puppies and a litter of baby mamas. Like, are you kidding me? Black men, do better. Like, y'all really need to start calling out foolishness like like that. Like, Nick Cannon and Kanye should not be allowed to run rampant the way that they are. And people think that it's funny and it's cute when it's not. Like, yo, it's ridiculous. Like, yo, I'm going to reiterate this again. Like, we are in fucking Black History Month. And you motherfuckers is tripping. We're supposed to be at our prime, at our peak. It's Black History Month, y'all. Black History Month. We're supposed to be black excellent and black girl magic and black boy joy and all of that stuff. And y'all are out here embarrassing us as the fucking culture. And now I'm not appreciating this. Like, we need to redo Black History Month. It's bad enough our month ain't got nothing but 20, 28 days, fucking 29 days on the goddamn leap year. Like, what the hell? We're already shortchanged as black people. And y'all gonna sit up here and y'all wanna fuck up Black History Month? Like, are y'all kidding? Y'all are crazy. Y'all are wilding out here in these streets. And while we talking about wilding out here in these streets, obsessed baby daddies, I know y'all seen the hot mess with the baby Danny Lee brother. I don't even know what the hell that boy name is. Danny, Danny Lee's brother and the baby, the fight at the the bowling alley. (sighs) Another embarrassing situation. Black men, rags to riches from the hood. You've beat murder charges. You've gotten off like on self-defense. You out here making money. You came back from being uh the homophobic slur that you used at rolling loud like they forgave you you back on your career you came back from the danny lee incident here we go now you at the bowling alley fighting her punk ass brother now i'm gonna say this because people try you know people are like oh they jumped him they jumped him let me explain something to y'all this is man is a celebrity 
okay? He's in a public space and he has security for a reason. And not to mention, if you are about your your life and you come from the hood and the streets and you know that the people around you can be your downfall or either be your weakest link or your strongest link, you're going to have people around you who going to cut for you. Because I'm going to tell y'all like this. If I'm out at somewhere and a motherfucker walk up to me talking about, can I just talk to you? And you was on the internet. You were internet gangsting. And you was bumping your gums on podcasts and shit. Talking about, it's on site when you see me. Da, 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 da. Let me tell you something. I'm already going to tell my people around me what you said. And it's not like it's public knowledge. Because their family that was a bad there's their family that was a public feud their celebrities you know my people gonna be on alert so if you come up to me talking about can i just talk to you guess what if i don't slap your bitch ass first somebody in my inner circle or my security is gonna slap your bitch ass first so him walking up to the baby in that bowling alley he was asking for now after the baby knocked his ass back (laughs) That fight looked absolutely ridiculous. Them slipping and sliding on that bowling alley, it looked like a Looney Tunes cartoon. That's what that shit reminded me of. It just needed the Looney Tunes music playing in the background because that shit looked absolutely ridiculous. And all I could think of was at the end of the day, you got your ass whooped trying to defend your sister. And guess what's going to happen? Your sister about to take her simple-minded ass back to the baby. And then what you gonna say? Huh? What you gonna do then? You gonna be mad at her? You gonna be mad at him? Nigga, I'm be mad at my sister. Because, women, this is something that we gotta stop doing. We gotta stop putting our men into our mess. Our brothers, our uncles, our cousins... Our male, just our our male friends, best friends, whoever. We got to stop putting them into our mess. Especially when we know that we're just going to go back to the mess. What you going to put that black man's life in danger for or jeopardize his freedom and his finances and his, his, just anything. Just jeopardize his way of living good. Why would you jeopardize that just to, to go back? to whatever it is that he tried to intervene and help you get away from which is what she should have did she should have told her brother to stay out of it she should have told her brother to just leave it alone and drop it and she was going to handle it but no billy badass went up to the bowling alley and got his ass whooped and here's something else i'm about to address for black history month now, the thing that really pissed me off about this situation was he gets beat the fuck up. And he goes on the Internet and goes on an Internet race talking about niggas, this niggas, that niggas, this niggas, that niggas, 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 niggas. He used niggas so much that I can't even finish the video because it started to piss me off. Because I was like, I was glad the baby hit your ass and hit you with the spirit of the ancestors. Because who in the fuck gave you the right to use the word niggas the way that you are? 
white boy. Like, let me tell y'all something. Black community, and this is another thing we need to get on board with. We walk around here, we accept others. And when I say others, I mean people who are not of the same race as us. People who do not share the same ethnicity as us. We allow them to come into our communities and our groups. And we allow them to use the term nigga. And let me tell you something. Not the term nigga and referring to black women as bitches. Oh, honey. No, 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 no. That's not what's up in these streets. And y'all look real weak every time one of your little pale face, pasty face, little cracker face white friends or your your other little other friends sit up in front of you using the word nigga with you and they feel comfortable using it. Like, I don't even look at them. I'm looking at you like, what are you doing? Like, what 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 are you trying to prove? I had a whole situation when I was in college. I remember it was these two little white boys who were from Baytown. And they thought they could use the, like, nigga, and nobody wasn't going to say nothing. And you know what? I nipped that shit right in the bud because I don't play that. I don't play that. You're not going to sit up here and use talking about nigga, 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 nigga. I'm going to hit you in your mouth with the spirit of the ancestors because who are you? That girl and that boy ain't even black. They Dominican, and even the Dominicans question their heritage, and they think they look Greek. But I'm going to say that topic for another day. But anywho, yeah, you sitting up there like, don't nobody feel sorry for him. But that just goes to that baby mama, baby daddy dynamic like if that girl would have just left like she embarrassed herself and this is even more embarrassing like your brother should have even been more embarrassing and the baby walking around here somebody needs to have a talk with him like somebody needs to have a talk with Kanye y'all sit up here and y'all get all this money and y'all get in a position to be famous and you get to make all of this money and you sit up here and you don't take it you take it for granted like yo I wish I would be at the bowling alley beating up somebody punk-ass brother. Like, I would have let my security beat him up. And look, no lawsuit, no nothing. Now you sitting up here in Los Angeles County, they sit up here and they they investigating you for assault with a deadly weapon because they say that his punk-ass got kicked in the head while he was on the ground. We saw the fight. We know he got his ass whooped. But... Is whooping his ass worth an assault with a deadly weapon charge now? Possibly. And you already got a criminal history. So, what do you think? Like, really? But anywho, yeah. And as continuing on the baby daddy conversation, this whole situation with future Sierra and Russell Wilson. So, I thought it was funny. They said there's a video of Sierra and Russell Wilson leaving Drake's Super Bowl party as Drake is bringing Future up on stage. People are like, oh, why didn't they stay or why did they leave or da 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 da. Why the hell would they stay? Now, I will say this I need a little more information about this situation because I question 
why would her and Russell Wilson go to Drake's party if they knew that Feature would be there or if it was a possibility that Feature would be there? Did they get invited? Did Drake invite them? Did Feature say that he was going to be out of town? Like, but even if that was all known, like, yeah. If I got a problematic baby daddy and I'm at a party with my new man or my husband and my problematic baby daddy gets called up on stage by his man, let's talk about, like, sidebar. Drake Drake is a messy ass. Like, Drake is messy. Drake is so messy. Like, Drake looks like a messy ass type of dude. Drake got that light skin syndrome, messy ass dude type of syndrome. So, I'm not surprised if he would have like invited her and him on purpose just to see what would happen but anywho yeah no if I'm with my dude and I know that my dude my new dude and my old dude like my kids like they got tension with each other yeah I'm gonna leave like what's the point like how much money do Russell Wilson and Sierra got compared to future like come on now like future first of all I, it goes back to the whole time and energy thing. Like, you put more time and energy into harassing this person and trying to one-up this person than you do into taking care of your kids. Like, if Future put that much attention and energy into taking care of little Future, would him and Sierra really even be beefing? I feel that same way about Kanye. Like, Kanye, if you really put the t- energy and attention into Kim and taking care of your family and your kids and being there with her like you are now... Which I even be divorcing. No. So for these to be women that y'all don't want and kids that y'all really didn't want, why are you guys going through so, like, exerting so much tension and energy to try to get them to notice you or get you back or take you back or whatever? Y'all tripping out in these streets. It's like history, man. And I ain't even really touched on the sex tapes so let me just touch on that right quick so these sex tapes from nevi to fizz to isaiah rashad so let's just let's just start with uh let's start with nelly so nelly releases this sex tape not even a sex tape just like a video of some girl sucking them off okay even waste the time to go look at the uncensored video on Twitter because from what I seen on Instagram with the censor box, the censor box was small. And the fact that the censor box is not only covering up his dick, but the girl's face, that let me know all that I need to know that it just was not gonna be an impressive type of deal or an impressive type of video. So I didn't even take the time and energy to go watch it. But for this man to sit up and lie, talking about it was an accident. For those of us who release videos and upload things onto uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or wherever. It is a step and it is a process. You don't just, oh, I hit one button and this video loaded. No, you have to hit the button to select what you want to add. You have to find actually what you want to add. It has to upload it and you actually have to hit 
next or confirm or send to actually upload it. So he can go on some more with that bullshit. He only came out and released that apology because it did not get a warm reception. He had successfully... Well, the only thing that I can say he successfully accomplished with his sex tape was the hashtag husband dick because that is what everybody was saying about his dick. It's husband dick. I don't know what husband dick is. If husband dick is equated to little dick, (laughs) I'm just... Y'all can keep it. I don't even know what else to say. But y'all can keep it. I don't need husband dick to be equated to little dick, but people say it was average and you it and I think it's all relative to each its own. If you got a small one, find you a girl with a small hole that makes you feel bigger. If you got a big wide hole and you a woman, find a guy who's bigger to feel like it's all relative. I, quite frankly, don't need someone who's slinging 12 feet of sausage the size of a damn column stuffing in my hole. Like, I, I'm good on that. Like, I don't need that. I think I'm fairly tight and small or whatever. But we're not going to talk about that. But, yeah, so he didn't accidentally release that video on Homegirl. Homegirl who's in the video, if you're listening to me and you happen to come across this clip, sue him and get your money. Because if you sue him and get your money, this will teach them not to quote unquote accidentally upload them bullshit ass sex videos. Fizz, we talking about you too. Mario Mushroom Dick, I didn't take the time out to go see yours either because from what I hear, it was ugly. And I know y'all remember when I talked about getting ugly, unsolicited dick pics. And that's what we got from you. Like, stop it. Isaiah Rashad. Okay, he's a rapper. He had to sex tape, like, of his, you know, stuff leaked. But his was with men. The only thing I'm going to comment and say on that situation is that Whoever released those tapes, like, it's not right. Like, you shouldn't out anybody. That's the only thing that I don't agree with in that situation. Because he wasn't out to the world. He wasn't, he hadn't came out and said that he was gay. So whoever released those, that footage, basically outed him. But if you were a woman fucking with him, girl, girl girl yeah um know your status health is well and get yourself checked out um I'll just leave that at that um it just seems strange like everybody wants to be hitman holla shout out to hitman holla best unreleased unsolicited video I've seen like don't call me white girl. She interviewed Hitman Holla. Go check that interview out if you want to see it. But like, yo, Hitman Holla, she asked him all the real questions about his sex tape. And what made Hitman Holla desirable was because like Hitman Holla is healthy. Like she even asked him about his sperm, why it was so healthy looking. Like it was so like healthy and white looking. And he told her like about his diet and how he's a adopted to this um 
he he doesn't eat meat or whatever this vegan lifestyle everybody can't be hitman holler so don't be out here releasing your sex tapes thinking that it's gonna just because it goes viral that you're gonna be a hit nah some of y'all going viral for all the wrong reasons and nelly and fish y'all definitely went viral for all the wrong reasons method man if you have a sex tape holler at us release yours anybody got the method man sex tape out there go ahead and release that i know i said that at the top of the hour but yeah go ahead and release his um this is actually one of the longer podcasts i've done i've been going on for almost 45 minutes um let's see we talked about super bowl all these messy ass niggas like y'all really fucked up like i think we really should redo black history month and the last thing i'm going to talk about is euphoria euphoria so spoiler alert so euphoria sundays if you guys haven't gotten on to euphoria go ahead and get on to that because that show is the truth it's the bomb shout out to zendaya zendaya give zendaya her flowers because baby girl is out there shout out to my virgo sister zendaya shout out to all the women on the cast of euphoria shout out to angus cloud oh my god i love angus cloud on there he plays the character fest he's their local um neighborhood drug dealer or whatever fez fez reminds me so much of mac miller and i think that's why i like him because i used to like crush on mac miller but shout out to fez fez is so cute but yeah so if you guys seen euphoria you guys know that it went down like rue's going through withdrawals like i could have really did without the stunt scenes like but you know hopefully she eventually gets her life together maddie and nate yo i hope maddie's pregnant because fuck nate jacobs and fuck that bitch ass cassie like cassie need her ass be i like cassie's mom in that moment shout out to cassie's mom because cassie mom let her ass know like bitch we not having it and when she let her ass walk out that door with nate she know that that hoe gonna come back heartbroken because that's what he, what he do lexi and fez i want them together so bad but then i have to think about the the logics of it fez being a drug dealer lexi being so smart the age differences well fuck it it's tv whatever go this lexi and fez fexy is that their name hashtag fexy i'm all for them go euphoria um yeah gia shout out to storm reed storm reed give her her flowers too baby girl is so young and she is so talented like zendaya with her craft i really want to see gia win on the show and i would love to see gia just have a happy moment and happy life like rue like rue is a prime example of what addicts would do to fuck up your life and fuck up everything around them so yeah like euphoria i can't wait till it comes on on sunday we might have to do a review more in depth i'm definitely probably going to do more in depth i've talked about euphoria on keeping it real pretty but i talked about it in the terms of euphoria and parenting so go check that out on the keeping it real pretty podcast that's loaded too as well but you guys i won't hold you any longer i'm gonna go ahead and wrap this up here thank you guys for joining me um Send me some show ideas, like, ask me some questions, like, please go like and follow the pages, K 
keeping it real sexy, keeping it real pretty, Moni's Beauty Chronicles, like go follow, go like, go share, um, share this podcast, share the episodes, share your favorite episode. If you don't want to listen to them all, like share your favorite episode that you think is really good. Um, like always, I can't wait to talk to you guys next time. Stay safe. Mind your business. Like, let's try to salvage Black History Month. Let's mind our manners. Let's mind our manners. Let's be conscious of our mental health. Let's not give each other COVID. Let's just be kind. Be kind because you never know what people are going through. And until next time, I love you all. Goodbye.